So basically, the first step you want to take when you finally go no contact with your um, with your abuser is um, you're going to want to basically just take care of your basic needs as best as you can, meaning trying to get like seven to nine hours of sleep a night at least, eating three meals a day, and um, also just taking care of your basic hygiene. Now, this is so important because you're not going to have the basic strength that you need to recover from a toxic relationship unless you take care of these basic needs first. Because to have the resiliency and just any kind of strength, you're gonna need you need to like take care of these basic needs and then focus on more complicated things later on. Because if you nurture yourself with these basic things, then you're gonna have the strength eventually and you're gonna recover faster. Also another thing I would definitely suggest in the very beginning is avoiding thoughts about the abuser. Because you're going to have a strong urge to contact your abuser. And this isn't something that you should be ashamed of. This is completely natural. After basically months or years of being in this abusive relationship, this person has manipulated you, caused you to be addicted to them. And this is none of that is your fault. So you're going to be having a lot of thoughts of like wanting to contact your abuser. And this is completely natural. But I, for the first couple of weeks, I would definitely suggest using meditation and thought stopping to basically prevent thoughts about your abuser because you're going to have this basically like drug addict urge to contact this person and you're going to have these intrusive thoughts about them. So I guess a basic suggestion of mine would be every time you have a thought about your abuser to take a deep breath and only focus on your breath and just basically don't actively push away the thought but whenever you have the thought just focus on your breath. And basically, in a way, you're kind of blocking it out for now because this craving is going to be so strong that you're going to need to just get over this hurdle of not contacting them for the first couple weeks. Now, that's just a basic like method of thought stopping or like meditation, if you want to call it that. And this is just helpful in the beginning. Later on in the process, you will be able to basically reprocess everything, learn about psychopaths, narcissists, abusers, and basically resolve some of that trauma that happened to you. But the first couple weeks are going to be the hardest in your recovery, I would say. And during these first couple weeks, just focus on basically thought stopping whenever you have obsessive thoughts about your abuser, taking care of your basic needs, letting yourself rest, letting yourself eat well, letting yourself basically like take, just make sure you take care of yourself, you know, like don't neglect your hygiene and also don't spend too long in front of the mirror because the abuser will have made you very insecure about your appearance and your personality, and you're going to be having all these negative thoughts about yourself. But don't basically harp on your appearance too much because this will just further damage your self-esteem. You will definitely feel extremely emotionally dysregulated during this time, meaning you'll have like huge emotional highs and lows. You might even experience some form of like psychosis, basically like possibly hallucinating, possibly, you know, having some paranoid type of breakdown. I mean, this is completely normal, but obviously seek psychological help when you're in this stage of recovery, like seek out a therapist or, you know, a psychologist, because it's really hard to go through this alone. But also you'll need a good therapist because a bad therapist, such as like a therapist that doesn't understand narcissistic abuse could further traumatize you. And that's obviously extremely harmful like during this like vulnerable first couple months stage another suggestion i would have for the thought stopping is using essential oils something personally that i would do when i was going through this process is every time i had a thought about the abuser i would just basically like smell like a good scent of like an essential oil like i put it on my hand and i would just smell that instead of like thinking about the abuser because 
when you're having a flashback, well, it's very likely that you will have PTSD if you've been in an abusive relationship. So you're going to have these intrusive thoughts, these constant thoughts about the abuse. You're going to want like this insatiable urge to contact them. And, but also flashbacks where you're terrified of them. So with these flashbacks, I definitely suggest using things that ground you for now. So basically just a good smell like essential oils could definitely bring you back to, you know, it can bring you back to like reality and just not have that flashback anymore. Now, further in the process, you're going to have to, you know, work through the, the PTSD symptoms. But for the very first couple of weeks, you just want to focus on basic self-care, not contacting the abuser and basically thought stopping. And obviously, um, since abusive relationships are just damaging in nature and like they do affect your self-esteem in an extremely bad way. A lot of pe- a lot of survivors will feel like suicidal, possibly. That's very common, like suicidal and depressed. And obviously, if you're having those feelings, definitely, obviously, call an abuse hotline, call a suicide hotline, you know, make sure you have a therapist to talk to and, you know, go through the red flags of a therapist, make sure it's not a therapist that's hurting you more than they're helping you. And during these stages, your friends and family will definitely not really understand what you're going through. They might think you're being like dramatic or something, but people just really are ignorant about like the damaging effects of like abusive relationships. So this you'll just have to understand that your reaction to everything that happened is natural because the whole time you were in the relationship, you were probably in some kind of deep denial about what really was happening. And that's why you stayed for so long because you didn't want to believe the fact that this person was abusive and they really wanted to harm you. And you you might just have been confused about whether they were really a good person or a bad person. And you might've just pushed away your intuition about this person. Basically, like, you didn't even want to think about the fact that they were abusive, and you didn't even want to think about the fact that they were toxic for you. So once you finally go no contact, meaning you're not going to text them, you're not going to call them, you're not going to have any form of contact with them. Once you finally do that, you'll finally be alone, and you'll finally realize, like, all that, all the memories, everything that happened is going to come flooding back to you the second that you go no contact. And basically, the illusion is up. Now, this is a extremely natural because it's natural to be in denial like it's it's not something you choose to do it's just a completely like unconscious process you did not choose to be in denial about this person and your brain was actually protecting you hiding away the fact that you really knew what was happening so this wasn't your fault at all but when you finally go no contact it finally comes into your consciousness that this was an abusive relationship this was toxic everything that happened was damaging to you and this will all the memories the the trauma will basically come flooding back to you the second you end this relationship and you're finally alone now this can be extremely startling and this is the point where like many people have this like crazy urge to it's not crazy but and this is the point where many survivors have like the urge to like contact their abuser and because they just want to basically end the pain of like coming out of denial and all the trauma coming flooding back to them they don't they can't stand the, the pain of that. It almost drives certain people to suicide. Like it's, it's, it's an extremely like damaging thing. So a lot of um, people that go through this will want to contact the person so bad to alleviate the pain. But something I personally did that helped me during this process is I kind of almost lied to myself about the whole thing. I would tell myself in three months, if I still want to contact the abuser, I will contact him. Meaning three months, I would basically, you know, the trauma bond would be over and I wouldn't 
basically have this urge to contact him anymore. And after the three months are over, I told myself I would allow myself to contact him. Obviously, that was a lie, and I'm not going to contact him ever, but telling myself that really helped me because it was kind of like an addiction almost to this person. So telling myself I could talk to him again after three months if I felt the need, that kind of gave me some kind of weird comfort because it felt like, like you know, it, it feels like going cold turkey from an, addic- from an addiction. And obviously the source of your addiction provides you a lot of comfort. So just telling yourself that after the three months are over, if you still have an urge to contact your partner or your ex-friend or your ex-family member, that you will contact them in three months. And you just have to hold off that three months. Now, obviously, like, if you actually want to apply that and, like, legitimately, like, consider contacting them after three months, obviously, that's that's up to you. Could be dangerous. You know, I'm not, like... It, it could be dangerous and I'm not really advising anything, but I'm saying in my personal case, I did kind of lie to myself about that just to keep away from this person for as long as I could. And then, you know, the trauma bond ended and I did end up staying away from this person, but that just helped me for the first couple of weeks. And yeah, this, this episode was basically just about like the early, the earliest stages of recovery from an abusive relationship. And, and um, yeah, thanks for watching and I'll see you guys next time.